Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange What I tell you, okay, all right, this decade is going to be the decade of the balls. You got it. Yes, did to do and welcome into more important issues. We are excited to be in here with you all. We're excited. It's almost football season. Well, it's college football season. It's NFL football season. Vols are still 13 days away. Depending on your scale, how you do it. I know some people hopped in YouTube last weekend and said we were Today would have been 12 days away for them. And if that's how you like to think, that's how you like to think. So for you guys, we're 12 days away from kicking off Tennessee football, going to South Carolina. They're going to have a very big cock in the front of their stadium. Um, <laughs> a golden one. An expensive one. Yeah. Who approved that? Who did that? So here's my thing about stuff like that. How many? Think about how many stages it had to get past to not to get erected. Pun intended. <laughs> approved and then erected. Like, there's so many checks and balances that just miss, man. It's sad. I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand the... Like, mic on? Yeah, oh, it's on. Okay. It is Am on. I getting you? All right, cool. Sorry. Am I in here? It's my it's my headset. Okay. Um, I just don't get, like... When you come up with that mascot, like, what were you thinking? What were you like, oh, man, this would be a great mascot. Like a... A fighting chicken. I think when it came, I think when you know the Gamecock name was popular years and years ago, it wasn't. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm kind of with you there. I just. It's not so much the mascot I have a problem with. It's the million dollar golden statue of a chicken that yeah. I have an issue with. Also, the live chicken's weird to me. I'm a big live mascot. I love live mascots. I don't think a chicken's the kind of mascot you have live. And especially when you're South Carolina, why make, like, another reason for people to make fun of you? Yeah, that's pretty bad, too. <laughs> that's pretty bad. We'll make fun of South Carolina, though, plenty this episode. We've got some practice notes for you guys. Going to talk about what Tennessee's been doing, going to be doing, as they inch closer and closer to kickoff. Nobody's out for COVID. At least it's not been announced. Anybody missed for COVID. Yeah, there, there's still a lot of people out. I don't think there were 44. No, there probably wasn't that. No. I think the. I mean, it was good enough where they scrimmage somewhere. Sort of. I think it was an over, which was my assumption. It was a little over precautious in terms of contact tracing. Mm -hmm. Then uh, we're going to have some season predictions for you guys. We did this last year. It was fun. We were right about some of them. So we're going to try to be right about them again and going to predict some of the stat leaders. That's the season predictions we're doing for you tonight. Got some recruiting updates for you. And the NFL is back right now. The Bucks are playing the Saints. Tom Brady is. Not looking like touchdown Tommy. Well, he is. He threw. He's got three if you count the pick six. Well, it's a lot different. Yeah, true. It's it's a lot different from playing the Saints week one than having to play the Dolphins or the Jets. But the Patriots are always guaranteed one loss to the Dolphins. It's true. So, but it's usually like not week one. Correct. You're right. 
Uh, but we are watching that game, maybe. <laughs> I'll just oh, look at the TV I need and whatnot. So. Oh, you're good. You're fine. Um, we were watching it. I don't, Landon went searching for that Kansas, that uh, really exciting Kansas State Arkansas State game <laughs> last night. And then we're going to talk some college football. There were some good games on this weekend. ACC, Big Twelve were back in action. It was good. I mean, it was nice to wake up, watch College Game Day, and watch Power Five college football. Yeah, it was super nice. It's like it's it's kind of fun because it's like. You know, usually all those games start the same week. You don't get, like, an FCS opponent and then lower FBS. But the past two weeks we've had college football, but it's been games you normally wouldn't watch if they were on at the same time. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like we've gotten eased into college football. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I watched some games. I was just like, yeah, if the SEC – it just wasn't the same without SEC football. I would have not have been watching it had SEC started on time. Correct. If you got question, guys, make sure you drop them in the chat. Uh, I am jumping on Twitter right now. I'm jumping on YouTube. Landon, I think, looks like he already has Facebook up. So drop those questions in. If we don't answer them right away, don't worry. We will get to them, I promise. And then we've got some high school highlights for you. We started that this year. Uh, it's, I mean, We love high school football for a couple weeks. It's all we had. Um, so we're definitely going to stick with that. we got some exciting plays for you guys. And um, make sure you send me – Send them to me as well if you find some plays that you think need to be shown. Because I miss, I'll miss some. It's yeah. inevitable I'll miss some. Yeah, a lot of great high school football, like around the area and then throughout the state of Tennessee also. Yep, for sure. And then, of course, we've got our segments. Um, and before we get into the show, before we start on some practice notes, Landon's going to tell you guys about our sponsors that make this show possible. Yeah, go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and our new one, our new friend, Blue Water Climate Control. Go check those guys out, uh, the official HVAC service for the Volunteer Roadshow. Um, also giving away a free furnace soon. So uh, Give away tuned. free furnaces. Furnaces. Yeah, go to volunteerroadshow.com and you can find some more info on that. Also, That's plural. Multiple oh, furnaces. Fu- multiple furnaces. Yeah. Some, oh, maybe I need to get in on that. You <laughs> might need to. I mean, uh, even if you I don't, don't know need if it. I'm in need of a furnace, but hey, I'll take a free one. It's free. Exactly. Free is free. Yeah. Um, so go do that. Also, um, make your account on volunteerrojo.com. That'll get you access to all our free content, um, all of our shows, um, a lot of great shows w- within the, our network. So go do that. You ready? Let's do it. Let's jump into some Let's practice go. notes. You said they scrimmage and they were under the lights in Neyland. Under the lights. Oh, man. I want to be under the lights so bad. I should have just drove by. Was it Friday night? Or was it this? It was Saturday night. I had no reason not to drop by. I should have done it. It might have been Saturday. Mm. I just miss it. I miss those lights on. Because I, I feel like you would do that on a... I mean, I guess you could do it both nights. But yeah, I think it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday night, too. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some kind of notes out there that's kind of swarming. Little little rumors going around. Um, again, you, you have some guys out. So you're having to kind of make up for that. You know, it's going to be sloppy. I think this whole year is going to be nuts it's going to be a yeah. roller coaster but hey the good thing about it is we're used to that right <laughs> so it's um, it's a normal year for tennessee right right so the, the first one i have and i think it's everybody likes to hear about the freshmen and what they're doing um and a guy you haven't really heard a ton about and that's d beckwith getting some reps at running back oh i guess it's needed right now though you mentioned the last time they tried to scrimmage a Ty Chandler was the only scholarship yeah, running back in attendance. Yep, and I think another guy who got uh, Pierce. Can't remember his first name, but Pierce. He's a walk-on. He's a transfer from Maryville College. Okay, 
Um, he was one in that video with the dreads that got away from a tackle when they were doing the uh, yeah yeah tackling drill. Yeah. Oh, that was, by the way, that was an exciting video. It was electric. Uh, a lot of people retweeted. It's it like football's back. Pads are popping. Yep. Um, and I, I think that's huge for D Beckwith because six five two twenty. You're like, oh, that's like Jalen Hurd. He's actually two inches taller than Jalen Hurd. And then you're like, oh, maybe he's Derrick Henry. He's two inches taller than Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry's a lot thicker than D Beckwith. Um, I, I, I mean, you, you said it. D, D Beckwith is not a running back. A prototypical running back. At no, least. no, probably not a running back at all. The the closest thing I found to like his like height and weight was DK Metcalf. Okay, is six four two twenty nine. Uh, D Beckwith is six five two twenty. That sounds like a tight end to me. <laughs> and that's a, that's a position of need right now on this roster. So, I mean, I'm sure he's liking the running back position. You get the ball handed to you, and more often. Um, but we need a tight end. Tennessee needs a tight end too that can catch. Yeah, and D Beckwith can catch. But I mean, you can utilize them in a number of ways. Yeah, in uh, Florence High School in Alabama, in in seven A, he played quarterback, running back, and receiver. Um, he rushed for over a thousand yards, had five hundred eighty nine passing yards, and five hundred twenty six receiving yards. Yeah, get the ball in his hands, and only twenty seven touchdowns. So. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> yeah. he, he's no Todd Chandler, right? Pray. I mean, come on. Yeah, twenty seven total touchdowns. I mean, if he's that good, utilize him. However, yeah. I mean, maybe you use him more as like an H-back. Or and, and that's a possibility. Like that. I know Tennessee didn't use the H-back a lot this year. Not as They haven't much since Butch Jones has been gone. That was more of a mm-hmm. his style of offense. But when you have a guy like D. Beckwith that you want to get the ball out and get the ball out quick in his hands because you want him working in space, I mean, that may be something you do. Yeah. I, I think just like being a freshman and, and being an H-back, that's, that's a lot of – Blocking, especially mm-hmm. in the SEC. So, I don't know. Like, I'm sure he's physical. I don't know how physical. Um, but that that's definitely not an easy transition to mm-hmm. to go from playing high school quarterback to you know blocking SEC defensive linemen. No, it would definitely be uh, it would definitely be quite the learning curve for D Beckwith. But he's an athlete, and you mentioned his size. I didn't realize he was two twenty. Uh, he does not care. I mean, he's six five. That helps, but he doesn't carry it. Like it's 220. Right. And he was a good uh, basketball prospect, ran track as well. Right now is going to be playing basketball at Tennessee. Yeah. Right? yeah. And he, we've heard that he runs a 4-4. I haven't like seen an official time, but I'm going to go with that. That's a good rumor to hear. Yeah. I mean, DK Metcalf. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll take a DK Metcalf, right? Yes. <laughs> is that a trick question? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, quarterback, everybody wants to hear about the quarterback. JG's QB1. That's, I mean, it Did you say JT? JG. Okay. I feel like you were making people guess there. Oh, okay. But maybe I was. It's kind of stammering over those two yeah. letters. Yeah, maybe I was. Uh, no, I it's, I mean. It's got to be JG. I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to be like, ne- if this sounds negative to some people, because I, I know what JG's given us in the previous year. It's got to be JG right now. Harrison Bailey hasn't hardly practiced, let alone been on. I mean, he's been on campus, but he was here for a couple weeks and then goes home, gets him back in June. And then when we're finally able to get in pads, when Tennessee starts fall camp, he's not even, he missed a a week. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how it could possibly be him. And I'm not saying by the end of the year, it wouldn't be him. That's certainly possible, but 
I, I don't know right now how how you could start. And I'm not saying he won't start by the end of the year. I think this is uh, when we get into season predictions. I think it may be something interesting to talk about. But I just don't know how you go into South Carolina and, and start a freshman quarterback that's hardly practiced with you when right. you've got a fifth year guy that started for four years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, he's he's got to be the guy. And Three years. Sorry. We're getting to the season predictions. I, I kind of have a question about that for you, and and I'll answer too. Um, I just don't like. It's make or break. Like, yeah, this this is it. And, and we and if we want to, I think if we want to start talking about the quarterback situation and what could change before the South Carolina game, I feel like right now the only change you you could potentially see is J T. Shroud. It's a guy they've seen on the field uh, that that's gotten playing time in the SEC against quality opponents. But I don't think that would happen. But I think that's the only guy that they would trust right now besides JG, to start day one. Yeah, and last year they did not have that trust no. in him. So. so I just don't see it happening. But you, you kind of, I think you saw a lot of what you get out of Brian Maurer. Um, and I think you I think you saw, with JT Stroud you saw potential, but I think he has a, a lot to learn. And I don't know if he's, they talked about how he's progressed, but I don't know if he's learned it all yet. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's got to be JG right now. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think the number two guy would be Harrison Bailey right now. Yeah, and I, I'm not trying to get your hopes up, but like, wouldn't this be like a perfect year for JG just to like be a good SEC quarterback? This would be the with, with the, all the chaos going on. Like, it's gonna be an asterisk. It kind of doesn't count. So, wouldn't this just be the perfect opportunity for him to just go out and just yeah, go win ten games, man? <laughs> yeah, sure. submit submit yourself among the top quarterbacks in Tennessee history after four years in a global pandemic. Yeah, be, people. Some people saying that he was the worst. Go out and win ten games and become the best. He can't be the worst, right? Maybe the, probably, maybe one that started. I'm not for four years. I'm not willing to say he's the worst right now because I just haven't. I don't know, but people say that. The people are saying that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's some people listening right now that that would like to that would say he's the worst, and I don't know. That's their opinion. I'm not willing to say. <laughs> and it, and he kind of like came on to the scene when like recruiting became big. So like the expectations when he came here were were huge anyway. Oh yeah, I mean four star. And then you had Josh Dawes for so long. You're like, okay, he's the next guy. He committed in Times Square. Exactly. I mean, how can your expectations not be high? Right. He wanted that LeBron expectations. He's like, oh, he's the chosen one. I I don't think the expectations were placed upon him unfairly. I'll say that. I'll never forget, like, when uh, we were coming, when the players were coming off the field at the uh, Music City Bowl in 2016. I didn't say this. We're like, I didn't disagree with it. He was, he was coming out, and we're like, oh, dude, that's our quarterback next year. Like, we were pumped. We won, so that's not fair to put on this. That's true. You're always pumped after a win. You can take on the world after a win. Exactly. Smoke a cigar after a win. Exactly. Thank you. Are we I'm going a, to? This year, no. But <laughs> unless Nick Saban just tosses COVID around the locker room or something. Butch Jones, this is a bad year to have Butch Jones part of your program. Something bad's going to happen to you. I like it. I mean, I'm. they deserve it. I don't disagree. I mean, because, I mean, we had to endure that whole fiasco, so they should get it, too. For one year. You can't have a one year. What do you, what do you I mean? I guess we didn't, we made him the head guy. No, that's <laughs> dangerous. Just basically They're just paying him 30000 a year to get I don't know, do what? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. 
that's a I don't want to get into all that. You have anything else for practice before we talk about some of these season predictions? Um, it, it sounds like the O line has kind of been dominating the defensive line, it's which surprising. yeah, I don't think that's surprising at all. And I think. I don't think the defensive line is going to be just like all world. I no. don't think there's a guy on that, like on in that group that's just like, oh man, he's dominant. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be consistent. Yeah, I, I think you'll like get similar to what you had last year. Like they're not going to make a ton of plays, right? But they're also not going to get run over. I would agree with that. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think it's going to be middle of the pack in the SEC in terms of how they perform, and I think it'll be consistent. And and Pruitt, got a lot of guys. Pruitt's like he's a defensive guy, so he's all he's gonna be very. He's not gonna be very forgiving, no, to his defense. So, no. I, I think the O line should dominate that defensive line. It's Probably. one of the best in the country. Yeah, it, it should be one of the best in the country this year. Yep, it should be. I I, I am interested to see what that defensive line does. Like I said, I think they'll. I don't think they'll be at the top of the SEC. They could be. Uh, it kind of depends on what everybody else could have. I, I know uh, a few will be a little bit weaker than last year, so they could end up being towards the top, but I expect them to be middle of the pack, but I expect them to be consistent. You've got a lot of older guys on there. You've got a lot of guys that performed pretty well last year. Expect them to take a next step. I just don't see how they could. Hey, just plug some holes. Yeah. Uh, I think we have a good secondary. We have good linebackers, so if you can just plug some holes and not let a quarterback run free, I think we'll be just fine on defense. Let's do it. What season predictions? What we got? Oh, before I, before I we get into that, first good things about Malachi Wadman, him making yeah. a lot of plays. Cedric Tillman, which who's so okay? We'll get into season predictions. Who's our starting wide receivers? Because I think this is kind of a changing topic. Yeah. Um. See, I remember saying a couple weeks ago, if I remember correctly, I said uh, Josh Palmer, Jalen Hyatt. I think Jalen Hyatt's going to be a day one starter. Um. Who's that third receiver? Hmm. I don't know. Is it Tillman? That's that's kind of where I'm leaning. I think that's what I said last time, and I think I want to stay there. Okay. I think I said Cedric Tillman was the starter last time. I think when we first did this, like when we actually went through the receiver position preview, I thought it'd be Ramel Keaton, but I don't think he's practicing. He's practiced very much. I might have said Keaton, but I I feel like I, I feel like we've kind of always been high on Tillman. I think I'd go Tillman. I think he could be that guy. I think they use Jalen Hyatt though because of his speed. And Tillman's and then, a, a weird one anyway because like didn't Clay Hilton like let Tyson Hilton know, hey, you need to come look at this kid because they were full at USC because he's from Bishop Gorman in, in right. Las Vegas. It, it's possible. I, I know that, but hey, like kid that. Knows how to win. He was a three-star coming out of high school. Yeah. Um, I, th- I mean, I think he's a good. Re- I think there's a lot of pretty talented receivers on here. I, I, you know, we'll see who the starter is. We know we know they'll rotate a lot. We know they'll play up different positions on that receiving group. But I, I think so. I mean, Tillman may not even get as many targets as you know four, five, six guy. But I, I think he may be a starter. I don't yeah. know. He's a he's a. I think there's going to be a lot of receivers. I don't think the starters will necessarily be the best of the group. I'll, I'll say Palmer. I'll, I'll go Vilas Jones Jr. and which I, I think Jalen Hyatt will be nipping, nipping right mm-hmm. up his heels. Um, and then probably Cedric Tillman. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Dis- I don't necessarily disagree with that one. Uh, I, we'll see. Vilas Jones Jr. doesn't impress me a ton as a receiver. 
As a return man, however, very impressive. And yeah. he'll, he'll, he's got experience. He'll so, be a primary and, kick and, returner, and, and I, I'd that's imagine. That's something those freshmen don't. Right. And I imagine uh, he'll be the primary punt returner. We do know they like to rotate a lot of guys there. You have a lot of talent there. Feel, feel free to. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you'll see Bryce Thompson back there at least a couple times this year. But I think Vilas Jones will be the primary. So. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, so, all right, season predictions, stat predictions. That's what we're doing tonight. Uh, not get, really getting into the – we'll do – maybe I – mean, I have we done a 10-game prediction yet? We can do it. No, no, we don't have to do it tonight. I'm not ready. Okay. So, okay. I don't, I don't want to be thrown in. Okay, fire. okay. But uh, do we well, have – Well, uh, we, we did go off of like our – we did kind of predict a record. So, are, are you – are you still confident in that 6-4, and 5-5? Five and five? Yeah, I think six okay. and four. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I okay. guess a game by game prediction okay. is what we need to gotcha. get into at some point. But let's do stats, stat predictions today. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, let's let's get into those. So to, does JG start every single game if if he's healthy? I didn't expect this one. <laughs> no, I'm gonna throw it at you. No, no? you don't think so? Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I'd probably lean more toward yes. Um, and I. If he doesn't, I feel like he's probably not going to be the starter in the future. Like, if there's if there's a game he just sucks for whatever reason, yeah, they throw somebody else in and they're just as good, I feel like he shouldn't. I just got to think with this offensive line uh, and their talent you have around it, surely of Brian Maurer, J.T. Shrout, and Harrison Bailey, whoever you put in there to play behind him if he gets banged up, if he's just not playing great, whatever it may be, somebody's going to come in there and outperform him. I just got to think that. Yep. They just need a char- they just need a shot to do it. Run the damn ball and run the ball. <laughs> run it, Cotton. I mean, when in doubt, just do it. Yeah. If you have that good of an offensive line, just run the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that prediction. I'm, I'm sorry. Be honest. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, who is Tennessee's leading receiver? I, I feel like we both have Palmer. Mm-hmm. So, who's behind him? I, 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 man, that's tough. I think it's, it's I think it's Jalen Hyatt, and I think Jalen Hyatt. This is kind of the situation we got into last year, where we were like Callaway may be the leading receiver, but Jennings is going to be is going to lead in receptions. I think that could be the case this year with Hyatt being the leading receiver and uh, Palmer being he'll have the most targets, the most receptions. But I'm going to say Palmer's still number one. I'm going to go Hyatt number two behind him. I'll go a little different. And this might be cheating, but I'm gonna go Eric Gray. That's possible. I, I just think you're gonna you got to swing pass guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially with the way they've used Georgia running backs recently, I, I just feel like that's what Cheney feels comfortable doing, and mm-hmm. he's got a back that can do that. Yeah, I, Eric Gray's good in all facets. He needs of the game. a he needs a ton of touches. He does. You're right. If he's healthy, available. So how many all-purpose yards does Eric Gray have this year? I want to lean toward like maybe thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred. Okay. I want to say fifteen, but that's a lot. That's a that's a lot to add. I mean, here's my hot take: if he's the second leading receiver, I think he's going to be over fifteen hundred. If he's the second lead, I think he's going to have that many rushing yards. That's good. I, mean, I think he's going to be touching fifteen hundred, potentially more. I would agree with that. If he's well over a thousand, I think he he gets to fifteen hundred. 
But if he's just like right on the tip of a thousand yards rushing, I think that's going to be difficult to get five hundred receiving yards. I, like I said, that's if he's a second leading receiver. Yeah, it. I, I, mean, he, I think he's going to have to have over five hundred. I think our receivers are going to be a good group this year. You've got enough. Court, you've got a quarterback surely in there that can get the ball to him. Yeah, surely. You do have ten. You only have ten. You do only have ten games this year. Gotta, gotta remember that, and oh, they're all yeah. against SEC opponents. I, didn't, I, I just, about that. I just realized that as I said that. See, that could uh, change it. I don't know if Eric Gray gets to a thousand this year, or I, I shouldn't say Eric Gray. I don't know if Tennessee has a running back okay, gets to a thousand. I'll say, I'll say eleven hundred. Okay, all-purpose yards. Okay. The only thing Eric Gray has missed. The only thing is Eric Gray has missed a lot of practice. VFL Bo said that. Uh, Bo sixty-eight. Yeah, uh, he has missed a lot of practice. Yeah, that, I mean that's the good news is he, he it's not a freshman that missed a lot of practice. That that is the good news. Right. Yeah. He, I mean, at that point, aren't you just kind of keeping running back health or uh, fresh? <laughs> yeah, you would think. I mean, <laughs> I, I understand like the flow yeah. of the offense and, and practicing, you know, helps. But if he's able to practice these last two weeks, yeah. I think he'll be just fine. I agree. Next prediction. Um. Sacks. sacks. Who leads the team in sacks? Because mm. I, th- I think we all agree JG is going to lead the team in passing yards, passing touchdowns probably. Probably, yeah. And then Eric Gray probably leads them in rushing. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd guess that. So I didn't, I didn't even really go off with those. So sacks. Sacks. Golly. Hmm. I think a lot of it's going to be by committee. I think I think it is too. I don't think you're. I don't leading. think yeah. You don't have one eraser on there that's just going to dominate. I don't think whoever leads you in sacks, yeah, it's going to be like one or two sacks. They're not going to be just tearing yeah. it up, right? I think it's going to be a linebacker. I'll say that. Okay. Let me think of who it's going to be. I just don't see anybody on that defensive line. So like an outside linebacker, yeah. or you think a middle linebacker. I'm kind of leaning towards middle linebacker right now. I okay. don't know if it's Toa Toa just with, based on the way he played last year. Um, he was not – he he was very patient. He was more he was more of the patient backer. Mm-hmm. Um, there were times he was in the backfield, but it wasn't a lot. And I'm not knocking him at all. Yeah, um, I mean, he plays a lot smarter. Yeah. So he, he's not just like, oh, pass, gone. I mean, I think it could potentially be Crouch. I think okay. potentially. Okay. And, and that maybe you know, maybe because you had with Batuli and Toto what you had last year, maybe those roles are switched a little bit. But like you said, Toto plays a little bit smarter, so I gotta imagine that means they're gonna want to blitz crouch more. I don't know. I think that does, I mean that has a lot to do with it, but I just don't know if you have anybody at outside backer or defensive line that could help you out in the pass rush that much to lead in sacks. I'm very interested to see if because you you mentioned Crouch. Does Banks beat him out, or Banks? That's possible. So you think it's one of those two guys? I I think Crouch is a starting is starting in the inside with next to Toto, um, and I, I think I just got to think Crouch. I mean, if it's who do you have starting over? You have Kavon Bennett starting over DeAndre Johnson, don't you? I have Kavon Bennett and I have Roman Harrison. Yeah, so I guess it could be Kevon Bennett, but but it also depends on you know who's who's healthy. That 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 depends a lot too. Yeah, I think I just got to stick with my gut here and say I, I don't think the outside backers are great pass rushers. Any of those guys, um, I think Pruitt's very creative in how he blitzes. 
And I gotta think it's gonna be an inside backer that lead. I, I think it's Crouch. I think it is. Okay. I'll go Kevon Bennett. I, I think he's gonna be he's gonna take the next step in his development. Um and then after that, man, it's that's tough. Your pass rush has gotta get better throughout. Because I, I kinda wanna say Crouch, but I also like who who's your best eleven? So if I mean Crouch was an outside linebacker. I hate these Hulu live commercials where it's not even the the actual person. Yeah, where their head's on a... Like, that's not Baker Mayfield. It looks like me. <laughs> it looks like me right right now. Skinny arms, big belly. Yeah, that doesn't look Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> um, but, like, is is Jeremy Banks... Is, is he part of your best 11? So you have him and Henry Toto. And then do you move Crouch to outside linebacker again? If Crouch is an outside linebacker, I, I think that heightens his chances of, of being mm-hmm. the leading. I do too. Leading sack leader. This leading sack, the sack leader. So I, I don't know if that happens. That's just like kind of hoping because I, I like what Jeremy Banks and Kavarsh, or yeah, Kavarsh Crouch brings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll probably go Kevon Bennett and Roman Harrison, the two outside linebackers. Okay. What else you got for me? Um, Let's go picks. At least mm. the team picks. Mm-mm. I would say Bryce Thompson, but I gotta think people are gonna throw away from him, right? Gotta assume. You would think. Oh man. Does Shamberger have a chance, or is he just kind of stuck being when he plays that, that like, nickel? It, it's hard to really be anywhere you, yeah, where you to make an interce- to make interceptions. He's probably gonna be one of your better playmakers this year. I don't know how many opportunities he'll have to make plays on the ball. The, yeah, the throws are a lot shorter at that nickel position, so that's definitely a more difficult place to get picks. Yeah. Um, is it, is it Jalen McCullough? I think out of the DBs, I think Sean Chamberger probably leads them in tackles. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Um, picks, I think I think you're right about Bryce Thompson. I think it, it should be him. It's, he's but not going to have as many opportunities. If they throw away from him. But, but like, I know he's good, but has he, like, done enough for people to just be like, we can't throw to that side? It'll depend on, I think it'll depend a lot on what the backer opposite of him does. Mm-hmm. If if you're able to pick on him, you're going to throw away from Bryce Thompson as much as possible. If it's, like you said, he hasn't been incredible. So if that backer's giving you just as much of a look, yeah, it's not going to change that as much. It definitely depends on who's on the opposite side of them, whether that's uh, Warren Burrell, Alante Taylor, whoever's playing a lot of time there, Kenneth George Jr., whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that'll depend. Um, I think right now, like, South Carolina is going to try to throw. It's not going to be one of those things where you're like, cannot go his direction, but you're definitely going to scheme some things away from Bryce Thompson. I'll, I'll go Bryce Thompson, um, and then close behind, I'll go Trevon Flowers. Okay. Hmm. I almost like want to hot take it and just say Sean Chamber. Does he just make a ton of plays this year? I think I think he's going to lead in tackles and in sacks from the nickel from position. The, oh, oh, so you think he'll lead the team in sacks or just the DBs? Dude, I, I think he'll be like three or four. It, I think it's possible that he leads the team in sacks. Yeah. And they blitz him a lot. Yeah. So I think it's possible. because And it's not so much I don't think he's going to have a ton. I think the team is going to be lack that much in pass rush. I yep. really do. I think that's the kind of key piece Tennessee's got to figure out to really be effective defensively. Um, man, do we do I have a ton of faith in Kenneth George Jr.? I don't. 
I feel like he made some good plays last year. He did. I I, I feel like it's got to be. I just based on what you see, everybody else, I feel like it's got to be Bryce Thompson, and he may, he may only have like three. Yeah, because like cornerback, he's like he's for sure gonna be out there. Like his spot, like he's gonna be there. Yeah, I, I think he could lead the team, but I don't think he'll have a lot. Four, maybe three. I don't think he'll have a lot. Which is pretty good for ten games. That's no, not bad in the SEC. But you would expect a, a leading on yeah, a defense have. that should be effective to have five, six. Mm-hmm. When you're talking I mean, about a guy he, that he had three in one game last he year, he did. <laughs> I think he only had four last year total, didn't he? Yeah, in three in one game. So there you go. Do you have any other uh, any other season predictions for these uh, statistics? Um, hardest hits. Let's go with that. I didn't write this down, but if it, if Jeremy Banks plays a lot, I think Jeremy Banks. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I think I'll go with Jalen McCullough. Jalen McCullough, Sean Schamberger may have a lot. Yeah, his opportunity. To. Even though he plays nickel, he does not hit guys low. He's not. Yeah, Jalen McCullough just brings. I don't even know how much he weighs. Two fifteen, maybe. Who should but, have him based on their name? Danico Slaughter. Exactly, <laughs> dude. This he could lead, he could he could be in the mix for most interceptions too. I think him and he has good ball skills. Him and Keyshawn Lawrence have been kind of talked about. Of, I, I think they'll get playing time. I don't think they'll be a starter, but I think they'll play. Keyshawn Lawrence, I mean, right? He should is he still listed as a running back? Who? Keyshawn Lawrence. Yeah, he was listed as a running back. Was he ever listed? I don't know. Oh, I, th- I thought you meant like on the roster, it, it was like a misprint. No, 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 no. I just don't know what was he was it was it. Ugh, I can't speak. I don't know what he's listed as. It should be a DB. That's where he's playing. I didn't know if they moved because I know he's going to get the opportunity. Oh, okay. Is I think how they. Oh, it's Key Lawrence on yeah. the roster. Is that what he goes by Key? I like that name. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, he's probably the, one of the most talented freshmen you brought in. So, yeah, he should definitely be in that mix. Recruiting updates. Recruiting updates. So uh, you had one of Tennessee's targets, um, four-star defensive tackle Tyrion Ingram Dawkins, um, announced that he's ready to make a decision and he will have a date coming soon. Oh, so and he also right after that tweet. He uh, quote tweeted something and they were like, "It was like, who is your favorite college football player or hey, favorite Manny. football player?" He said Reggie White. Oh, okay. You gonna be Reggie White? <laughs> I mean, I have an I have an announcement about my announcement. That's my favorite thing. Can he be the the preacher of defense or no? I don't. I don't. I, I'm not willing to like guess on those I don't, I don't know how that would go <laughs> what, what's like under a minister associate pastor of the defense yeah. I don't know music director <laughs> I have no clue deacon of defense that's kind of cool there you go there's oh, deacon man. if you had another guy in this decade that broke Derek Barnett's all time that would be insane that would be exciting But that'd yeah be Derek Barnett didn't get one of those nicknames so he's probably You'd have to do a lot more to get that. You do. You, you would have to do a lot to get a nickname like that. That's um, right. And then uh, Mims the Rocky Top. Amarius Is Mims. it happening? I know a lot of people are, are tweeting about it, acting like it's going to happen. It looks like it's becoming a, a possibility. Okay. Um, him and Nylon Green 
two of Tennessee's top targets still uh, available. They're going to keep recruiting. Yeah, they might have 45 players committed at one point, but hey, we're we're going to we'll sign the best 25, I guess. <laughs> um and then you had a four-star running back commit Cody Brown started off his senior year like he finished his junior year. He's I mean, dude, he is nasty. He's he's probably one of my favorite commits in this class. Um as soon as I saw him when he played against Harrison Bailey in the semifinals last year, I mean, I was like, dang. He's legit. There's going to be a – the running back group could be loaded in 2021. Because it's kind of thin right now. So, yeah, it's bringing him in. Um, so, he had 18 carries, 237 yards, and two touchdowns uh, for Parkview on Friday night. And I think his – Tyler Curtis, his – they kind of like split carries. Yeah. He had like over 100 yards too. Just beating the crap out of teams. Yeah. yeah. And and going to the orange checkerboard. Big fan of the orange checkerboard. Yep. They did something though that I was like, I don't know what it was. I don't know. And then you had a three-star wide receiver commit, or I think he might be a four-star now. Um, Walker Merrill had two touchdowns for Brentwood. Um, and then you had... 2022 target, Ty Simpson had accounted for six touchdowns for Westview. I'm glad he can run, or he would be hurting on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Yeah, he had three rushing, three passing. Um, He can make some plays. For sure, for sure. And this is probably, like, the biggest quarterback prospect that the state of Tennessee's ever had. Yeah, probably. I mean, he's one of the top-rated ones in the country. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. I can't think of another one. Not off the top of my head, at least. I mean, that's... No. I no mean, it I'm would gonna... take years. I could, definitely in the last decade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see six touchdowns. That's a lot. That's a lot for a game. Yep. We're going to talk about a guy who had five, which is also a lot for a game. We're going to talk about that later in high school yeah. football. Yeah. Anything oh, else for... I know who it is. Okay. Anything else for... Uh, like, who is that? Recruiting updates? I think there were two guys that had five touchdowns this week. Really? What the Oak Ridge quarterback have? He, he broke did, a school record. I think did, he had five. He did set a school record. I think he had five touchdowns. We'll talk about that in high school football. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else for recruiting updates? That's all I got. Let's jump into the NFL real quick. I know we'll talk about it on Wednesday, but it's back. I'm excited. We can't we can't be quiet about it, you know. I know Yeah. I know we're saving some of the some of the actual NFL talk for this week, but right now the uh I think the Saints are still kind of putting it on the books. Yeah, 34-17. Anytime Tom Brady's losing is a happy day for me. It's great. Um, I'm, I mean, I like Mike Evans. I like – He's done two picks. Yeah. Yeah, he has. Yikes. Not good ones either. Yikes. Neither of them are good balls. Um, but uh, what about the Jacks? They're the only one that allowed um, fans. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the difference right there. Just jagging off. They not only beat the Colts, they also uh, – the Colts and the Jags hit on the uh, over. How is it like you trade your best player and you still win a f- – like if they had Leonard Fournette, they probably would have lost. They're leading the AFC South right now. They are. Well, <coughs> I guess the Titans could win on Monday. Right right now they are. They're right now they are. <laughs> They're 1-0, baby. Yep. Not only 1-0, 1-0 against the AFC South. So, 
That's uh, that's pretty wild. And then, dude, the Browns are terrible. They are bad. Holy crap! I was kind of hoping the the Bucks probably could still be the Browns, but the Browns have way too much talent to be so bad. The Bucks are playing one of the best teams in the NFL, though. Oh yeah, I, I agree. But like their first drive, I was like, man, they're not going to be the Browns. They're pretty good. <laughs> that little uh, QB sneak, Tom Rain. Yeah. And then the he he's been arguing a lot of calls. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Tom Brady? Yeah. Oh, he's been he's whining. And you can hear it perfect on TV. That uh he wanted a PR up for the half and was he dropped the F bomb and got picked up by Mike. Uh you mentioned the Patriots beating the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton looks okay in his first start for look pretty good. Bill Belichick. I mean, seventy five yards rushing, I think that's the first time Bill Belichick's ever had a quarterback rush for seventy five <laughs> yards. Um I, I did I don't tweet- even think Tom Brady did that in a season. There ain't no Probably. way. I tweeted it, and I had a mistype, so I deleted it. But I said, ah, the New England Patriots had six guys run the ball for them today. 2020 is back to normal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Raiders beat your Panthers. I'm sorry about that. The Panthers were playing pretty good, too. Our offense is good. Our defense is just absolute trash. Um, Teddy Bridgewater looks good. Yeah. Robbie Anderson looked good. McCaffrey, of course, looked good. Yeah. I I think getting Teddy Bridgewater in there really made the – that division even more difficult than it already was. So, I mean, it kind of makes me like, yeah, I want to tank for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, but if you like what you have in <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, then like go get, a, go get some defensive guys. Right. So, I, I don't know what they do. I mean, they're probably going to have a top five pick because they're just don't want to they finish games. that far but down? Really? That's what everybody's predicting them as. I don't know. If you can't beat the freaking Raiders. I mean, that, all they have is like Josh Jacobs. Who Who else do they have? Darren Waller. Darren Waller. Darren Waller had a lot this week, I know. Y'all want to hear about my fantasy team, I'm sure. I, I just know because my fantasy team did well, and I have Darren Waller. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're not a team you should give, like, that's fair. give up, like, 35 points or whatever. That's fair. School was 37. 34. Okay. 34 to 30, I think. They mounted a comeback. They mounted a comeback. Makes me sick. <laughs> Makes me sick. <laughs> I don't really have anything else for the NFL besides what we talked about on Wednesday. Those are kind of, the Bills look good, though. I do want to mention that. I, I got the defense on a fantasy team. I love it. Bills look good. What'd they have this week? Uh, That's a good pick. 12. I drafted them in my other league because I was like, um, their offense is good. Yeah, and, and they went like, they played the Jets. So that yeah, was. that was a big thing. <laughs> big thing. Doesn't hurt. Um, yeah, I got 117 points right now. I still got Zeke to play. Russell Wilson put up 32. Hmm. And that's our fantasy team. I know you guys care about, so I'm glad to talk about those. Yeah, let's jump into college football. Have you ever done a college football fantasy team? I kind of want to. If what? Like I've done a college football fantasy. Oh, they do that. I think they have daily. I don't know if they have like season long ones. Uh, okay. Yeah. Never done it though. I think it'd be fun if anybody's done. I think it, I've done know. it once. I'd say it's hard. And I don't know why I remember this, but I remember like I'd always pick Jaquiz Rogers from Oregon State. Jaquiz. Yeah, that's his <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say a lot. I mean, I'd say if you went and picked up, you know, lower-tier guys that, you know, are going to put up a ton of points, I bet those are the people that win a lot of money doing it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, but college football is back. Big 12, ACC kicked off this weekend. Feels Like I said, you're kind of easing back into that feeling normal stuff. Uh, Oklahoma, oh, Clemson's number one. There's zero down on mine. Trevor Lawrence looks – he should just sit out. <laughs> He's NFL. He should have just went to – if I were Sam, I'd just do anything in my power to be playing. 
getting paid to play football right now. Yeah, they, they could have scored 60 points. He looks so good. Wake Forest is terrible. I know, I know, I know. But Clemson looked – they just looked flawless, right? Oh, yeah. They just – they were walking through it. I mean, they're, they're like – we're thinking like, oh, SEC schedule, man, that's tough. And they're like, oh, that's easy. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it's definitely – and then I think they play – yeah, they played one – I think they played the Citadel. Is their only, like, out-of-conference matchup? Clemson? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It'll be a fun year for them. Walk into the college football playoff yet again. Speaking of ACC looking terrible, the only team I think that's supposed to – other other teams supposed to be good is UNC, and they just – at least in the first half, dude, they look terrible. Yeah, they scored 21 in the fourth quarter. Like, they were not very impressive. No. Um, I mean, Syracuse, they look good at times, but – at the end of the first half especially, it looked like either of those teams were just trying to give the ball away, did not care who won. It was not pretty. No. Not a pretty game. Um, Notre Dame and, and Duke was a pretty decent game. I didn't get to watch it. Um, Notre Dame didn't look very impressive. Ian Book. What's up with them just having, like, average quarterbacks? David Cutcliffe? No, no, no. I'm talking about oh, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, they're, Notre Dame's terrible. Like I, I feel like I... Scouting and they just never have what he just did not look very good. Did he? And I think he's like a he's a senior. I don't know if he's a fifth year senior or not, but he's been there for a long time. I feel there's why are there so many quarterbacks that just feel like that lately? Like they've been playing for the same college for eight years. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Chase, Chase Bryce looked pretty good. I mean, I I feel like every Duke quarterback is gonna look pretty good. Fair. Very fair. Let's talk about some upsets, though. The Sunbelt was 3-0 and against the Big 12. Who? So, Arkansas State over Kansas State. Louisiana Lafayette over Iowa State. Who am I missing? Uh, uh, Coastal Carolina over Coastal Kansas. Sunbelt? Okay. Yeah. Okay. This, they're 2-0 and against Kansas. Yeah. They beat them last year. Okay, so Louisiana Lafayette, they beat Iowa State, who was ranked number 23. They're now ranked number 19 in the latest college football poll. Oh, wow. Yeah. They got bumped up. Which one? AP or the coaches? Why'd you ask me that? You said 19? Ranked 19th, yeah. Wow. Now, I mean, that is, you know, based on the teams that are playing. Right, yeah. They got so rid of, like... They lose the Big Ten. Like, I saw uh, Ohio State drop from number two to out of the top 25. That's the largest drop in uh, AP history or whatever. You hate to see it. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I can't... Where are the rankings at? There they are. Dude, a lot of people thinking, like, the Big Ten is coming back. They're trying. Apparently, they're trying. I think it's stupid. I don't think they should be allowed to. I, think really I mean, cool. like, you got to do it, like, soon. You, you can't just, like, wait till November and be like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a season. They want to get started, I think, like, mid-October now so they can be done in time for the college football playoff. So, Louisiana Lafayette is 19th in the, in the AP. They are... 21st in the coaches. Wow. And ranked in front of BYU. Raging Cajuns, baby. App State. They're just behind Kentucky in the in the coaches. Those are two, like, schools, like, if I wasn't a Power 5, like, talent, mm-hmm. I'd want to go to so Louisiana. So, Lafayette was, uh, they had a good season last year. I can't remember what the record was. I was looking it up when we were setting lines because Adam was saying that they had a really good year because I was like I think that I think I take the line 
It was only at two scores. Iowa State was a favorite. I was like, I think I'll take that. And he's like, they're supposed to be pretty good. So he stayed away from that line. Um, but, yeah, Louisiana Lafayette's a pretty solid program. And then Arkansas State. Kansas State, I don't think it's supposed to be bad this year. And they put it on them. They did. And I think who Louisiana's the one who had a punt return and a kickoff return. Okay. Where the breaks are made. Yep. Special teams, baby. Special teams. Um, yeah, I was going to give a shout-out to our, our good buddy uh, Ross Kivett about the <laughs> – especially like if Kansas State would have, like, thrown a Hail Mary. Yeah. I would have been like, you had me sweating or, or something like that. But <laughs> You're I, not going to talk I, trash I on the loss? Yeah, I didn't want to add to fuel that. to the fire now. Okay, okay. Uh, what he'd, about he'd be on me about my Yankees right now? So yeah, do yeah, they're struggling. Um, <laughs> five, the five game win streak right now. Oh, they're getting finally figuring it out. I think we swept the Orioles four oh, games, so that's that's part cheap. Of it. <laughs> that's cheap. Good lord. Um, coastal game. Coastal Carolina was up twenty eight to three at the half. Is that right? Twenty eight to three on a power. That's absurd. I know we lost. I know Tennessee lost to a. Sunbelt team last year, but it wasn't 28 to 3 at the half. No, that's pretty. And we didn't get beat two years in a row by the same Sunbelt team. And they haven't been. No, Coastal's not fantastic. Well, and and they haven't been like a um, a Division Program 1 on. team. No. For very maybe two years? Uh, maybe last year was their first year? Was last year their first? No, I think it's been longer than that. Let me look it up. I think it's like, I think you're right how, how new it is, but I think it. A little bit newer than 2019. Okay. Um, not much newer, but newer. Gotcha. Look it up real quick. Dude, what about... Miami looked terrible. We looked this up, I feel like, a while ago because we were talking trash about Kansas. Against UAB, they did not look very good. Also, Spencer Radler, <laughs> he's already in the Hosman, Kansas City. <laughs> he looked... I mean, the few highlights I saw, he, he was kind of like that Trevor Lawrence in terms of it looked easy. I think he started the game like seven... For seven with like two touchdowns. Well, what was funny is Tanner Mordecai's backup had very similar stats to him. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did have a pick, but so Spencer Rattler was fourteen for seventeen, two ninety, um, four touchdowns, and then Tanner Mordecai was fourteen for seventeen, one hundred fifty-seven, one gotcha. touchdown, and a pick. Postal's been Chandler F- Morris. Chad Morris's son oh, okay was two for two for thirty-seven yards. Coastal Carolina has been a member of FBS Sunbelt since 2017. Okay. So pretty recent for, for you to lose like yeah. that. And be down 28-3 to three is pretty trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, those guys that they're recruiting to be FCS players are still on that roster. Some of them. Right. Right. That's insane. Um, Anything else for college football? Oh. Georgia State or Georgia Tech, excuse me, over Florida State. Florida State looks bad. Uh, well, I mean, we're not shocked. Fans are calling for Mike Norvell's job already. Already. Part of me is just like, okay, that's a little silly. But part of me is just like, dude, if you believe he's not the guy, but that program is crap. Yeah, and you lost an it's not, you lost to an ACC opponent. Right. It's not like you lost to Coastal Carolina, but a team that like. Two years ago, it was running the triple option. Fair, but this is an entire new with coach. with a true freshman quarterback. This is an, this is an entirely new coach that they've implemented a plan. I mean, yeah, I, but like recruiting classes and like where where you don't no reason to jump the gun yet. I think yeah, 
I, I feel you, Florida State. We've been there. We're finally getting out of it. I don't know. I don't see them getting out of it anytime soon. No. No, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. Did you see the Georgia Tech kicker? No. <laughs> it looked like I, I was very confused at what he was wearing. Um, my man, I'm not judging anybody because I got to lose weight too. So, I'm not Oh, yeah, you, I did. I was like, what is he wearing? It took me forever to figure out he was wearing football pants. He was. Because they're hiked up so high above his knee. He looks like he ate Kravar's crouch. <laughs> he looks like a guy that went to an open trial at Georgia Tech. Is he, he looks the, like he's attending an he's open the trial. He's Joey um, from Penn State. Yes. What was that his name? Joey something. And then he's got those uh, Michael Bennett pads on. Where you can't even tell if he's actually wearing pads or not. That was my favorite. Joey Julius. Mm. The thick kicker. He was. Very thick. I appreciated it. We need a thick kicker. He looks like he ate Baker Mayfield. Who, Joey? That guy? Yeah. That's a rough look. It's a big dude. <laughs> oh, man. He, like, could he not be a good, you would think, like, for him to be, like, so flexible, like, he would be a good defensive lineman. No. <laughs> I mean, looking at him, you'd be like, oh, yeah, he played Yeah, probably line. looking at him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got Georgia Tech stuff on? Probably plays defensive line. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely would. From first look. First look definitely appears that way. Um, I don't know how he did. a good kicker? Apparently, the Bengals kicker just got a text that he missed a game winner today and tonight and tore a muscle in the process. Dang. Or pulled a muscle. So, <laughs> man, that's that's rough to like. I heard he does not look like he's in the best of shape. Mm. It would have been a game time field goal, it looks like. He came back looking like um, Trent Joe. Richardson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or No, not Trent Richardson. Eddie, Eddie Lacy. Or Eddie Lacy. I think yeah. both were would be accurate. Hefty. I believe. Yeah, I believe both would be accurate. Mm, not a good look for the Joe Burrow era, era in Cincinnati. Also, Chargers. Yikes. Mm. What did Austin Eckler have? He had a lot. I don't know. I haven't seen yet. Um, you ready to go to high school, high school football? Joe Joe Burrow's gonna get killed if they don't get him an offensive yeah. line. He's gonna get killed. Yeah, you gotta when you invest in a quarterback, you gotta invest in the things that keep him safe too. I don't know, like who have who have the Bengals like drafted recently? No clue. Like, have they drafted at all? It, it doesn't seem like I don't remember. Like, oh yeah, they drafted so and so. I think you're on the right track. Or did I, have they just took the Derek Dooley approach and just not recruited or not got an offensive lineman? Yeah, I mean it's tried and true, baby. I mean, it's bold, but it's kind of too bold. It's very bold. Yeah, very bold. Um, anything else for college football or NFL football? We kind of mixed them together. Mm. Oh shoot! Oh, twenty-four. Sorry, not. Yeah, they're not on like that. Yeah. Oh, they're they scored, but oh, this is going for two. They're going for two, so they're down thirty-four. Bucks are down 34-23 right now. I thought it was 23-24. Yeah, That's what why does I got this confused. really do? Um, makes it a nine-point nine game instead of ten? I don't know. I guess. Three field goals instead, yeah. of, two tu- instead of a touchdown and a field goal? I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> I'm not an NFL coach. Not sure. Uh, well, that doesn't make sense to me, Bruce Arians, but 
Alvin Kamara, two touchdowns. Yeah, looking good for the Walls. Or for the Saints. And the Walls. Representing the Walls. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it looks good for the Walls because. I mean, the Saints look good because uh, they just paid him. They're like, hey, paying you all this money, you're going to have to produce. I think that was a lot of drama that was not a lot true. I think it was a lot of people talking for size, right? Because they paid him. It ended very quickly. And they paid him. Oh, yeah. And the rumor was they didn't want to. Or they didn't want to pay him as much, sorry. I think he's the second highest paid running back in the league behind Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think that. I think all that was bullcrap. They they did. They did it, and they did it right. So. I'm sure, like, if I was him, I was like, dude, you paid Taysom Hill. Why are you not paying me? I, I don't, yeah. I think that was the plan all along was the. To pay him. To pay him. I don't, I don't buy into that bullcrap. So. We're ready for some high school football? Yeah. All right. Well, before we talk about, uh, we'll, we'll talk about all the exciting things that happened around high school football in East Tennessee. I mean, I'm sure in the state of Tennessee. Um, but first, we're going to do our top five plays. So, uh, these, like I said, these are my top five plays that I found. Um, obviously, I, I, you know, send them in. I want to see all the plays. I don't. I, I'll, I'll throw in the ones I see every week that I like the best. But if you think they're good, send them in to me. I'll show them. Yeah. If if they're good, if they make the top five, I'll I'll do it. Uh, if your son or cousin or friend's son catches a pass that that deserves to be on it, throw it on there. If someone from your former high school or high school you cheer for, send it in. I might do it, but just make sure you. T- I don't. I'm not guaranteed to see it. I'm not on Twitter enough. My girlfriend thinks I'm on too much. I'm not on enough. That's just. That's, <laughs> that's true. I don't see it all. So you don't want to miss anything. No. So here's the top five plays from this week. We're gonna start out at Austin East High School. Quarterback, Keon Smith, 80 yards to the house, bobbles a snap, gets hit twice in the backfield, but it's no issue for him. It wasn't enough to beat Fulton. They lost 37-7, to but those seven points were an awesome 80-yard touchdown. Keon Smith. You know he used to play for uh, South Bulls, like the Chiefs? I did know that. I did know that. This next one, we go to Central High School. This isn't going to be the last one you see from Central High School. This one, though, is Will Solway, 80-yard screen, untouched. Touchdown Central. They're going to be tough to beat this year. They are. They're going to be very tough to beat. This next one's at South Doyle High School. You saw him last week. You're, you see him again. You're probably not going to be the last time you see him because the dude is a baller. Preston Sisler goes 74 yards. Untouched, I believe. Goes opposite of the field here. Gets a great block out in front. South Doyle is down 14-0 to zero at this point. This makes it 14-7. Anderson County did go down and score on the next drive, but this made this game interesting. It ended 22-21 South Doyle. It was a fun game. And we get to see another play from this game. This one is from uh, Gavin Noe. Love the juke move. Let's watch the juke move again. This one is... This kid is flat out good. Uh, He had 100 yards rushing at the half, but also had this receiving touchdown. Anderson County losing was not for lack of his effort. That's for sure. Next one from Central High School. We're going to be here for a little while longer because... Liam Fortner. I know you may be used to hearing his brother's name a little bit more, but Liam Fortner got in on some of the action. Five touchdowns. So we get to keep watching this. And a great throw here from Ryan Bolton. Uh, Central had no problem with Harden Valley. 53-21. Yeah, Liam Fortner, he's... I mean, last year he was a good receiver, but this year he's turned it up. And, and doing it all over the place for, for Central. And I think they think they kind of need that. I think they've had um, some trouble replacing a, a senior quarterback. But... They have found the answer with Liam Fortner and just getting him the ball in every facet of the game. They've got a ton of speed. They will be tough, tough, tough to beat in 5A. 
It, it, it is going. To, it's going to be a fun race for five A though. That, that's yeah, the we, thing. Central's Central's probably the the dog everybody's chasing right now because they're the two time defending state champ. They look like they haven't skipped a beat, but it's not that simple. And, and there's a lot of teams in it too. It's like we were uh, we were talking Friday like who wins at a at a five A you. Like Central's probably like you said, Central's probably the favorite because they've proved that they can do that. Yeah. Um, but it's whoever's going to be hot at the end of the season. Yeah, for sure. And there's plenty of teams that are talented enough to do it. And I saw someone tweet. It might have been Jesse Smithy. It may have been someone else. They talked about how you do have those top dogs. You've got West, Powell, Central. Um, I'm sure I'm leaving somebody off because I feel like there's someone else in that top group. Central, South Oil, West. So West, Powell, Central, South Oil. So those are the four teams that are kind of that. They will be chasing. But when you get to that second group, they can upset somebody very easily. You're talking Halls, Gibbs. Um, I know I'm leaving off some names, but that second group. Fulton. Fulton's 4A. No, they're 5A. Fulton is? Yeah. I thought they were 4A. Um, they used to be 4A. Okay. Yeah. But they have the ability to knock off someone in that top group. I, I don't, you know, I don't think they have the ability to make a run to state, but if they see a team in the quarterfinals, they have the, they have the ability to beat somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's fun. I mean, that's one of the fun things about high school football. But I don't think those the team, the second-tier teams I named, I, I don't see them being able to make a run to state. But on a Friday night, they may be able to win, beat any of those teams um, when it when it comes to that. So they, that makes it interesting. 4A, you saw, we talked about South Oil. Anderson County is going to be tough to beat in 4A. I know Elizabethan returned a lot from a state championship team. Greenville does not look good right now, but it's Greenville. I mean, I expect them to get better. Yep. Who, who else is in 4A? Elizabethan, Greenville, Anderson County. I feel like there's another team in there, too. Maybe, I mean, maybe leaving some teams off. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, and then Maribel. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how good they are. They did just beat a really good Alcoa team. Alcoa is 3A, though. Excuse me, so I don't know what that means, but. Maribel's going to be there at the end of the, end of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They're going to be in the state championship. Probably so. Yeah. Them and Oakland will probably. Oakland would play. That would be a semifinal team that yeah. you'd see. Yeah. Um, I think Bradley Central will be a, a team that could be on the cusp of. Um, what what Mc, about is McMinn, McMinn County, County 6A, I think. Yeah. That, they're they're pretty good. They're Ray 4A. County's 5A, I believe. And they're a pretty solid program. That they, I mean, they beat Jefferson County. They may be 6A now. But they beat Jefferson County this year, who I know is not. They fantastic. also almost got beat by Carter. Oh, did they? Okay. The first Carter Carter is they're pretty they're good. winning. Yeah. They're, there's something to be said for winning. Find a way. So I think they're three and one right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, you mentioned the Ray County win. I mean that's not a bad win. Ray County beat Jefferson County. Um, or did they just lose to Ray County? Is that who they lost to? No, you said they lost to Carter, right? Who who beat Jefferson County? West played Jefferson County this weekend. Oh, it was forty to nothing. They it? smacked them. <laughs> yeah. Um Oh, Sevier County's another team that could be Sevier County team. I think is a second tier five A team that could. They're not going to make a run in in the to state, but they could certainly beat one of those teams on a Friday night. Yeah, winning in back to back games. I don't think I don't think they've got what it takes right now in that program, but they definitely could go in and beat a team on a Friday night. Yeah, it was definitely if they had a Burt that transferred to Alco, mm-hmm. if they had him, it'd probably be a lot different. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. There's a lot of teams, though, that make it interesting. That And I think that's what's kind of fun about the talent that's kind of thrown around Knoxville right now is there's a lot of teams that make it, that can keep it interesting. Um, you talk about in 6A, 
I, you know, beating Maryville is a tough test, but they don't have just an abundance of talent this year. They certainly could get upset by one of those teams early on in the playoffs. I don't yeah. see it happening. Like, yeah, you, it, it's I there's mean, a there's something there's something when it comes to a tradition of winning. Yeah, that, that makes it different. Yeah, but, got got to have that mindset of just just winning, and, and that's hard to like beat a team that just knows how to win. Yep. Yep. That was a good game. I mean, it, w- last year was very similar to the score, right? It was very like close, low score. Maryland Alcoa. Yeah. I don't know what the score was last year. I, it, they played. I more, think it was very close. Yes, they've had some. Very close. That Alcoa defense is all sophomores last year, though. That's what's mm-hmm. scary. They're all juniors this year. Yeah, that's bullcrap. And they held before. I don't think they've been scored on this year until. I we're going to be Friday talking night. about Powell when all those sophomores are juniors yeah. and seniors. Yep. Because well, I mean, we were talking about five A. Like Powell, those sophomores are only going to get better as the season goes on. Yeah. So Powell's definitely going to be a team to that is going to be tough to knock off. Uh, you mentioned how they're young, though, and that, that probably plays in favor of some of these teams like Central, mm-hmm. uh, like West. That, that definitely helps them out a lot. It's going to be – it is – when it gets into crunch time for these teams, it's going to be fun. I hope every team stays healthy. I don't want any playoff losses due to due to COVID. That that would suck. Uh, and I, I don't think any no, – no kid wants that. No kid wants an automatic playoff win because their opponent got COVID. Right. So, yep. um, it, it hopefully everybody can stay healthy and, and, and get through that stuff and – uh, I know some teams are having to shut down and, and whatnot, but hopefully everybody's healthy by the time playoffs come around because those games you have to forfeit and you don't get them back, can't reschedule them, uh, you're eliminated. Don't want that to happen. That would suck. Yep. Didn't um, – so does – Carter and Halls are scheduled to play a Friday. Has it already been canceled? Carter and Halls? I hadn't heard – one of the teams shut it down. Well, I was looking at Hall's schedule, and it says loss, of like due to COVID. You shouldn't have to forfeit the regular season game. Unless they, oh, yeah, they're not. Yep, he just scored again. That's his third touchdown. I have him on my fantasy team. So, dang, not on ours. Uh, oh, our league, on our. But yeah. Okay. I did win that fantasy league though, so uh, I scored in my eight man league. Alvin Kamara just rocketed me to like 180 points. I, I've won in both my leagues now, so that's you're, exciting. You're pretty good at this whole fantasy. Yeah, man, I'm getting I'm getting pretty solid. Did he score there? I don't know if he stepped out before. Ooh, that's close. My issue though is um I can't seem to win a league. I did win in 2018. You're not gonna be able to tell on this angle. Oh, that's touchdown. Can't overturn it at least. Can't overturn it. That's all I care about. Yep. Unless you got a better angle. Ooh, somebody's out there when Jordan's on. Are those Jordans? Oh, oh no! He stepped out. Give it to him at the line. Give me a touchdown. Oh, did you see DeAndre Swift? What happened? I didn't see it because I was watching. So I think with was I watching? six or seven seconds left, he um, they threw it to him in the end zone, and he was wide open. And dropped it and catches it, turns around, and it just falls out, and the lines lose. <laughs> what? Is he on your fantasy team? No. I oh, was going to say, that'd be <laughs> That's awful. I No, that's terrible. I, I mean, just know. just think, like, your first NFL game, you have, a chance, you have a chance to win, and you drop it, and you lose. I feel bad for him. I, I hate that. That sounds terrible. So, they, they got to run another play after, and yeah, but and they didn't. You missed a touchdown. Like, it doesn't – that'll make it better. Yeah. Sucks. Dang. That's I mean, tough. 
Easy, easy catch. Just turned and didn't secure the ball. Yeah. And it just bloop. Dang. Is this going to be upheld? Can it be confidently overturned? Alvin Kamara thinks it's upheld. He's look, He's calling it. He's saying it's upheld. You can't overturn that. I don't know. We'll see what they call. You have a, You have any questions? Have we had any questions dropped in the chat yet? If you have any questions, ask them now. We'll get to them. Um, this is our segment where we specifically answer your questions. They can be about anything. We get the meaning of life a lot. We do get the meaning of life. Um, uh, Preston Hess <laughs> needed the email address for Catfish or Billy. Um, I think it's... Bobby C. at Roadshow.com. Yeah, Bobby C. at VolunteerRoadshow.com. And Billy Ratliff at VolunteerRoadshow.com. Yep. yep. There you go. Um, don't tell them I gave you that information just in case they don't want me to. <laughs> We've read it off on the show before, I'd imagine. Also, our episode says Do you September want their address? 19th. Says what? September 19th. Somebody asked about that. Uh, this is the future. <laughs> yeah. 13th. It is the 13th. I don't know why it says 19th. Um, sorry about that. Uh... I can't hear. Ryan has it muted, so. Looks like, though, he... Oh, they gave it to him. Oh, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Why were they laughing and smiling? What the... What the... What? Give it to him. Put your helmet back on. Yeah. <laughs> this is bull crap. I don't know why I did that. We still have segments. I'm mad, though. Um, Most important. Most important. I have got... Going to the Chicago Cubs. Did you see this today? Alec Mills. He grew up in Clarksville, Tennessee. He's a walk-on Tennessee Martin. He just threw a no-hitter for the Cubs today. In his 15th start in MLB history. Or in his MLB career. Nice. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Um... Trying to find, I have a lot of fails. Oh, um, no, that's that's a fail too. <laughs> One of mine was the Sun Belt being three zero against the Big Twelve, because I just think that's hilarious. Oh, uh, Metro Nashville high school football Finally should uh, begin soon. Yeah, I don't have a specific date, okay. but it, it should be soon. Um, I think that's. That's right. It's it's not right that everybody else around them gets to play and they don't get to because I haven't really heard of it. So I think the original reason was because they weren't in um because they weren't in school, but I think they've been back in school for a while now, haven't they? Since well, yeah. since uh I think yeah. Labor Day or yeah, Labor Day. I don't know what it's like with virtual and I don't know. I'm sure there's some school, I don't know if it's virtual or in person. Yeah, yeah. So I think they were, the original decision was because they were virtual. That's why they weren't playing. But I think they're they've been back in person. I think since Labor Day. Oh, okay. I think. Don't hold me to that. But I think that's right. So uh, I also have one more. Bardman High School in Mississippi. Their head coach Brennan Pugue was in quarantine due to COVID nineteen and rented a lift where he could watch the game. Did you see that? I love it. That's awesome. I love it. Dedication. If your coach isn't that dedicated, he's shouldn't be your coach. How about that? You agree? Would would you rent one to see your team play? I don't. I don't think you need to with all the technology you have today. Just live stream it. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You want to be there in person? I, maybe fine. you want to call plays. I feel like you could do that though. Also, 
over live stream. That's probably also true. <laughs> but it, is there a delay? If there's not a delay, yes. Yeah, I mean, you could operate on a not like not on a delay. Yeah, so you could. I don't know. I just. But you would do it. Yeah, Caleb, I'd be. I would, if Caleb, I was Caleb's a great coach. If I was quarantined, I would be watching my team in, in some whatever way I needed to make yeah, it happen. Absolutely. So. Um, I don't know about renting, renting a lift because I'm afraid of heights. Uh, so I don't know about that. that. That's probably a lot of money. I would assume. I, maybe. Um, I would think. Also, like, who has to like sanitize that? Does he have to sanitize it? Because that wasn't that wouldn't make sense. Then you get into a whole mess of issues when yeah. you do that. So. Sure. Yeah, I think live stream might just be the way to do it. I don't know. We'll see. Any more most important? Can I go to a fail? Yeah, go to fail. That's, all right, that's my all fail is Kansas. <laughs> and you may be going, yeah, they lost to Coastal Caleb, we know. No, they also misspelled their starting quarterback's last name on his jersey. Oh, my god! Not a backup, not a third string, not a kicker. Their starting quarterback. Like, they probably took a picture of his jersey to, like, tweet out, like, this is what we're wearing today. Yeah. And it was misspelled. It's amazing. Amazing. You, you see how like their uh, football programs. It, it's a. It's the little. Th- it's the little things. Okay. If yeah. you if your pro if your uh, equipment managers aren't doing it right, then your quarterbacks aren't doing it right. Then your your staff isn't doing it right. Your quality control isn't doing it right. You're not gonna win, man. Yep. Matt Hatter, we 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 need better. We do. We deserve. Better. I'm a fan of the Matt Hatter, but he's got to get it together. Yep. Can't be doing that. Can't be doing so. My next fail is Texas Tech again. What's up with the defense? Yeah, they're I mean, Houston yeah. Baptist. Their quarterback threw for 567 yards and four touchdowns. Now, Texas Tech also threw for 430 yards. Yeah, they just out threw them. Yeah, <laughs> but 567 yards, right? Now, against absurd. your power five team against Houston Baptist. I don't have a good answer for you there. That's just a bad. Oh my god! Like that's, we joke about first to a hundred, but that like, that's what we're talking about. Just no defense whatsoever. No, it's bad. You're like, oh, well, our quarterback should win Heisman trophies. No, they should not ever. <coughs> it's so bad. That's like that's hard to. Watch. I understand like, you want scoring because that makes games more fun. But, like, that kind of scoring is just awful. Right. It's hard to watch. I don't disagree. Any more fails? That's all I've got for fails. I got a Memphis. 901 has at least 20 people within the football program who have tested positive for COVID-19. After they after their win, they rented a party bus. The program did? Or, like, players did? I don't know that. They beat Houston, and then they... I I guess it's players. Rented a party bus. Okay. At least it wasn't... At least it wasn't the players. That scared me. I was like, oh. It wasn't the players? Or, the... Sorry, the... uh, Staff. The staff, yeah. That made me nervous. I was like, golly. You can't be doing that. (laughs) Yeah, that's bad. But... I mean, if they want to end the season, they'd end maybe, one and zero. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. Oh. Like, we're going for the twenty twenty national championship. Then that would be a most important, I guess, <laughs> if, if that was your Memphis your end goal. National champions. Yeah, but yeah, you, you didn't think about that. You, you got to call 
bank in that case. You got to be like, and this is what we're doing. That's fair. Yeah, I respect that. Last fell, uh, the swamp's on fire. Uh, it is. You're right. <laughs> what would ha- like? What happens if they that stadium burns down? I wonder where they play. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of what's. I mean, they'd probably have to go to like Orlando, right? Probably for like the next. I mean, yeah, like the next best stadium. They either play in Camping World or in UCS. Yeah. Bounce House. Gross. I mean, I'd I, rather play in the Bounce House than Ben Hill. Yeah. That... <laughs> Could you imagine like the smell? It already smells. Oh yeah. Ugh. Burning flesh. Apparently, it was a vehicle that caught on fire. Yeah, I heard it was a tractor. Oh, a tractor. Okay. Yeah. So, like, on the field. So is, is there like burn? Is the field burned? Like, a, is there a patch that's burned up? I don't know. Are they at home on their first game? Because there's a burn patch, we may get to see it. That'd be exciting to find out. I don't know. Like, how does that even happen? I guess stuff blows up, but like, <laughs> how old is that tractor? Like, if a tractor blows up, oh, it was thirty-five years old. Oh, is that when they start blowing up? Yeah, that's when they start. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I don't have anything else. That's all I've got. Guys, I want to appreciate appreciate you all joining in. Uh, it's been fun. We, Landon might have another fail. I do have one. So, the, South Carolina. What is going on, dude? Apparently, though, it may be a dad. It is, the dad is, like, pushing for, but there is a video. There is a video? Everybody was acting like, okay, everybody was acting like there was nothing to it. So I didn't know. But apparently it was over, like, it, it's a walk-on freshman, and apparently he was stealing, and then they, 13 players, like, beat the crap out of him. I mean. 13's a little too much, guys. Unless he stole from all 13, then. Right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you shouldn't steal, but. You didn't beat up by 13 guys. Is also, like. A little much. Gotta be a little bit smarter than that. Yeah. And apparently, like, one of their big-time recruits was. Involved. One of their starting DBs was involved. Um, I think their top running back, incoming freshman, was involved. So yeah, that's not good. Not good. Nope. I mean, I guess it's. I don't want to say that's good, but it's probably works in Tennessee's favor. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, there just seems like a, a lot of things going on with South Carolina right now that's just not good. Right. It seems like a very toxic program right now. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see how it plays we'll out. Definitely find out in two weeks. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. Now, officially unofficial, we are. Unof- it's officially official. It was unofficial. It was unofficially official like three minutes ago. Officially official. We're getting off here. Um, appreciate you guys hopping on tonight. Uh, make sure you check out Hound Dogs, Tennessee Tap House, Blue Water Climate Control. Go on VolunteerRoadshow.com. You can find out how to get a free furnace. Do it before the. I mean, I guess it's pretty hot right now, so you may want to do that now and try to get that that uh, cold air coming in. Yeah. Um, but find out how to get a free furnace from Blue Water. As always, we'll be back on Wednesday, and we're 13 days or 12. We're ending the show, so we'll call it 12 days now. We'll call it 12. 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> we're bringing the boat in, and we out.